This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. X-Ray. Welcome to Oh My Dollar, a personal finance show with a dash of glitter. Dealing with money can be scary and stressful. Here we give practical, friendly advice about money that helps you tackle the financial overwhelm. I'm your host, Lillian Carbake. Let's talk about money. Now that it's the beginning of the second month of the year, it's time for us to take a look back on our New Year's resolutions and goals for 2017 and see what we've maybe, um, maybe not accomplished yet. The good news about your resolutions is there's nothing magical about January 1st. We can decide on February 6th is just a grade of time to get started on those nagging things we've been procrastinating on. Yes, those things... I know you probably have them. Maybe you were determined to journal every day, or you listened to this show and decided to finally start contributing to a Roth IRA. Maybe you got inspired by Michelle Obama's swole arms and decided to start lifting weights, or you were going to take that pile of your old clothes to the consignment shop. In any case, I personally was determined to roll over my old job's 401k into a nice Vanguard IRA. I am aware of the hypocrisy. I teach personal finance for a living, and I've been sitting on an old 401k without rolling it over for seven months now. I know, I know. I know I was determined to do the thing, that thing with my money that I knew would improve my long-term financial outlook, and then the weather got in the way, and then something came up, and then I just forgot that I even resolved to knock the thing out. Maybe you're the same way. Well, it's over. I'm going to do this thing, and then you're going to do your thing. Thank you for calling Vanguard. May I ask who's calling, please? This is Lillian Kerbake. Hello, miss. How can I help today? Hi. Um, so I have a 401k for my old job, and I'm just wondering how I can uh, roll it over into an IRA. Like, what are the steps? Oh, sure, yes. Just generally speaking, you know, what the process would be like. And what I was going to check to see is if you had um, basically a pre-tax account to receive the funds. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, typically speaking, it would be a rollover IRA unless, you know, your um, 401k provider specifically has informed you that there's pre-tax, uh, post-tax dollars in the account as well. And in that instance, what we would do is open you up uh, both a Roth IRA and a rollover IRA to accept both different types of money. Okay. Um, if I have a traditional 401k, but I want to just pay the taxes on it now and convert it to a Roth, can I do that? Yes, you can certainly do that. What I would say is the simplest way and to avoid, because it gets a little complicated tax-wise um, if you're trying to do a conversion midair, but mm-hmm. what you could do is just open up a rollover IRA, get everything into the account, and then uh, we can 
we have a department that works specifically with Roth conversions, and they can assist you through the whole process. Okay, cool. So essentially, I just need to go onto the website, set up the rollover account, and then contact my old employer. And like, do I need to get paperwork from them? You have a pretty good handle on it. It's exactly <laughs> right. Open the account and then reach out to them. They'll provide you with paperwork. And then essentially, they're just going to send a distribution as a check to us, generally speaking. And then we'd fund the account. Once it's in there, you can begin investing with it, or, like I was saying, give us a call, then our retirement center could help you do a Roth conversion. Okay, that's awesome. I think that's all I need to know. Um, it sounds like this isn't going to be that hard. It won't take that long. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a very complicated process. All right, thank you so much. Sure, you bet. Take care. Have a good one. Bye-bye. All right, you heard it here. It doesn't take that long. I need to do it. I've been putting it off for too long. So I will report back next episode about my progress converting my 401k into an IRA. Most people procrastinate because they are afraid. I know you probably think that you're not doing the thing that you need to do for your finances because you're too busy or the new episode of Scandal is on tonight or your button clicking finger is just too tired to cancel that subscription, but you're probably doing it because of fear. Maybe you're afraid that it'll take a long time or you'll get confused about the steps to move to a 401k. Maybe you're afraid that the librarians will eat you at the library if you go pay your library fines. Maybe you left your old job awkwardly and don't want to contact the HR person there to move it over. Maybe you're just fearful about having to look at your bank account and figure out which subscriptions you haven't canceled. But here's the thing. Most of those stupid little pesky financial chores probably won't take you that long. The vast majority of these things can be dealt with in under two hours. How much time did you spend watching Netflix or reading news online in the last week? Probably at least two hours. Netflix and the New York Times will still be there when you're done. You can do it. I believe in you. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to sit down and write out a list of all the little money tasks you've been procrastinating on. If you make the list and it completely overwhelms you, just make a new list that only has the easiest item on it. And then you're going to schedule two hours on your day off to deal with this problem. And then you're going to do it. Or at least you're going to start on it. And then when you finish that task, I want you to tear up that list like you're a rock star destroying a guitar on The Late Show. Because you deserve it. You did the thing! I asked listeners for their best financial procrastination stories. You're not alone. We all do it. I put off going to the dentist for about 10 years, uh, despite having a half of my tooth had fallen out. But it had kind of just worked itself out on its own. Anyway, I put off going to the dentist for about 10 years, and then when I finally uh, did, it cost me about $10,000 in various fixes over the course of the year. So that was a bit expensive. So procrastination on opening mail is basically my jam. Okay, you basically picked my greatest hits record. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I, I guess the one I'll pick is, uh, is, is parking tickets and other tickets. Right, which, in fact, made it into other news organizations, media, that uh, this reality that I struggle with is, uh, is opening mail and then quickly responding. And you realize they charge you more, right? They charge you a lot more over time. And it's way better, I think, to, uh, to probably not wait so long to pay those and, in fact, get them paid. A few years ago, my city built a couple of tollways. I procrastinated about buying a sticker to pay them. So when I accidentally drove on one of them, I was sent a bill by postal mail to pay a $2 toll. Because I thought I had automated all of my bills, I procrastinated about opening the paper mail that, unknown to me, contained the $2 charge. 
I kept getting these notices, and when I finally opened one, the charge had been sent to collections and was now $25 so that the collections company could be paid. I muttered, found their website, and paid. The notices kept coming, and I kept ignoring them, assuming that they were errors because I had paid the bill. The stack grew large and ugly in the corner of my bedroom because just in case I was missing something, I wasn't throwing them out. Finally, I opened them all and found I had been on the tollway without recognizing it five times, not once. And by now, the bills added up to $612 because they kept adding collections charges. By then, I was trying to take full responsibility for my finances, so I told myself that it was my fault and forked over the money to stop the bleeding. Over $600 of fines and fees on a $10 set of charges just from procrastinating. I now have a sticker on my car that pays any tolls from a prepaid account. The account has $20 in it and is supposed to email me if it gets low. I check on it twice a year or, or so now. It's a relief to see it still has money in it. When I was in college for the first time, I mainly walked for groceries, two plus miles each way, and uphill both ways. Instead of getting my shit together and buying a big load of toilet paper when someone in a car could give me a ride, I kept on getting those tiny little toilet paper packs. Since it was totally last minute, they were never on sale, and I actually ran out a couple of times and had to steal part of a roll from campus until I could get to the store again. Anyway, I eventually decided I had two big markers of adulthood. Buying TP before you run out, and washing underwear before they're dirty. We had a listener write in who gave kind of the largest example of financial procrastination. They said, well, I got a bunch of cool credit cards. They gave me t-shirts and slinkies and frisbees when I was in college. And then five years later, I made a spreadsheet out of curiosity that showed me how much interest I had paid overall and how I could get all the balances back to zero and all the interest I'd still have to pay. And it was pretty painful. Thousands of dollars passed and in the future at that point. I pretty much stopped watching television at all in late 2013, early 2014. I remember turning on my TV in April and thinking, wow, I haven't turned this thing on for months. Didn't cancel the cable TV package until September 1st. Probably threw away $600 paying for a cable TV connection that I literally didn't use for months at a time. Well, now that you've heard other people's tales of financial procrastination, hopefully you'll get inspired to make that list and figure out what those things you're procrastinating on yourself are and get started on them. I really want you to be able to tear up that list like a rock star of what you've been procrastinating on and conquer it. It probably won't take that long. Just do it. That wraps our show for today. Our producer is Will Romy. Our intro music is by Aaron Parecki. And I'm Lillian Kerbake, your personal finance educator and host. Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember to manage your money so it doesn't manage you. We're dedicated to making sure that every week, Oh My Dollar is helpful and approachable for you. We make this show for you, so we want to know what you want to hear about. We've put together a super short survey to find out what topics you're most interested in. You can take the 30-second survey at ohmydollar.com slash survey. Oh My Dollar is now a weekly podcast, so you don't need to wake up at 7.30 a.m. to hear the show. Check us out on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
and he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.